This Water News with Steve Baker is supported by Clearwater and Filtration on Rough and Ready Highway, Grass Valley. Well, it's time for Water News with Steve Baker. Hey, Steve, after that great rain we had and snow in a lot of areas um, last week, we should be in pretty good shape for fire safety. Uh, At least I think so. What do you think? What's your take on it? (laughs) Well, you know, up on Banner Mountain, we measured about two and a quarter inches of rain. That's just Banner Mountain. It varied a bit as you travel around our our county but we had six inches of snow so the at this point the national interagency fire center this was last thursday they uh stated that we had now have a seven-day window of no significant fire risk so yay yay i'm glad to hear that everyone's on pins and needles when when as we're waiting for that time they're also considering the next four months to be normal fire potential so you know we can take a sigh of relief and uh really enjoy our fall and winter but keep our eyes open (laughs) yeah always what else do our water managers look at as you know right at this time of year yeah well the california department of water resources is setting up monitoring devices down there in lake oroville and also the thermolito diversion pool they're they're looking at at measuring temperature dissolved oxygen and even looking at the clarity of the water every 15 minutes until around May or June. That's when the runoff season ends. So it's a lot of monitoring is going on right now. Seems like a lot of angst uh, between farmers and environmentalists uh, right now. Tell us about this. Yeah, you know, that's because the farmers feel that government protects species at the expense of the food that people eat. And uh, uh, that weighs heavy. Now, we have to remember that California manages it's surface water under the prior appropriative doctrine. In other words, it's a system, a management system, based on the priority of use. And they define priority of use as uh, looking at when the person or company first uh, started using the surface water, you know, the lake, the pond, the creek, the river, uh, where that diversion point was, where they took it from that that uh, surface water uh, location. Look at the volume of water that's used in an entire year and also look at the type of use that that water was uh, was utilized. Now, this is a senior water right. And if you have a senior water right, that's always been the strongest water right of the West, you know. But then back in 2009, amidst a three-year drought, and then also that's when the Endangered Species Act really kicked in, the senior water rights uh, holders then had to take a second position behind the environment. First time ever that that happened. And that didn't go over very well, as one would expect. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife, U.S. National Oceanic Atmospheric Administration Fishery Service, that's uh, NOAA, and all the state counterparts, they all administered the Endangered Species Act. So now the farming and ag people feel that they are the endangered species. And they are taking a big hit, that's for sure. But it's it's the continued uh, problem that that we all are grappling with. Uh, everybody needs water. That's been the story for a long time, hasn't it, Steve? Everybody needs water. It's true. It's true. But, you know, we need the ground truth that, uh, you know, not, right now 90% recovery rate is what they're seeing in over 100 species. So the Endangered Species Act is being effective. But at the same time, we're taking some food supply hits, and we're going to notice that even more so as we go into the future. So ground truthing is going to be a big part of this equation. And that becomes a political issue. That's all political. (laughs) 
Steve, what um, what should we be doing at this time here in the Sierra Nevada foothills? For us in the foothills, it's all about fire and water. <laughs> okay. CAL FIRE identifies Nevada City and Grass Valley and the Deer Creek watershed as a high-priority target area because we have a lot of homes and buildings here that are in harm's way. So uh, this uh, is actually in the 2022 Strategic Fire Plan. So what we need to do, fire-wise, thin out your vegetation. Don't you know, Do it now. <laughs> do it until uh, continue to do that into the next fire season. That way uh, it'll be easier. Do it just a little at a time. Move back your burnable growth uh, by your homes and, and your outbuildings. Then water is that second piece. It has two parts. Number one is learn to live comfortably with a whole lot less water. Okay, It will come to that at some point. And we need to know how to comfortably do that and live really great lives. Uh, part of this effort is changing your plumbing out a bit, you know, and we've always, we've, you've, I'm sure our listeners have heard of many different ways of improving uh, the appliances in homes to uh, make these kinds of improvements. Then the other part is to, uh, is, is change your habits, your, your lifestyle, make small adjustments because small adjustments mean big benefits as far as using less water. Uh, the second piece of the water thing is, is uh, when, if we're, t- if you have a groundwater well, okay, I bumped into Claudio, you know, KVMR's news director earlier this week. And he asked me where I would want to move to if, if I wanted to find a reliable water supply. So at first I was thinking, oh, yeah, location, location, where would that be? Well, <laughs> there's a vulnerability everywhere. So I think even the better question to ask might be to, uh, you know, where, what do you need to do to have a reliable groundwater supply? And the answer to that is know your water. That's, that's it in a nutshell, because if you know your water, you'll understand what those vulnerabilities are. And how do you know your water? You monitor, you monitor, you take actions based on what you learn. That's the bottom line. Uh, without monitoring, what's going to happen is you'll never be motivated to do anything. And that's where we're in, we're in that state right now. So the big question, the question really is how vulnerable is your well to losing its drinkable water supply for your uses? That's what it's all about. Uh, there was a song about this at one time, Steve. Uh, <laughs> you want to sing it? Well, the, you know, something like, uh, I've seen fire and I've seen rain. <laughs> oh, yeah, back in my time. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, Steve. Managing groundwater is Steve Baker's career and passion, and that has led him into working on all water sources and supplies. This has been another conversation with KVMR's water guy, Steve Baker. You can email him with your questions at water at operationunite.co.